Hey ladies, welcome to the Happy Body Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke. Does it feel like your brain is on overdrive? Maybe you're struggling with spiraling thoughts, uncertainty, and feeling like you can't relax. Well, hey, I have a solution for you. I'm a hypno coach, and I help women just like you every single day change the way their brains think so they can move through life's ups and downs feeling calm, confident, and energized. Let's dive in. I've been working with a lot of women lately on feeling less triggered in relationships, wanting to attract the right people or really find that person, find that partner. And it's so interesting because in the last month, I've had many, many clients reach out to me, new clients specifically for this reason. So it's feeling like it's time to really go down the rabbit hole here on the podcast about how subconscious work and how understanding your core belief systems and your core wounds impact your choices when it comes to relationships, because Well, first of all, this is ultimately what got me into this. I know there's a lot of other things I've shared on this podcast about what got me into hypnotherapy, overthinking and anxious thoughts and anxiety and and grief and all these things that I've been through. And that's all true. But you know, what really kicked my ass and got me to go in and see a hypnotherapist was when I was dating in Hollywood for eight years and I went through one after the other crash and burn relationships. And I just finally was like, I've got to be doing something wrong here. I don't get it. I don't understand how to not only attract the right person into your orbit or find that right person, but then once they're here, like to coexist with somebody when it just felt like there was so much push pull, it was hard to stay calm and actually grounded in relationships for me. Now I know how First of all, the nervous system plays such a major role. So being able to calm the nervous system in, in partnership is key in being able to communicate your needs and to communicate through conflict. So I was living in a state of chronic fight or flight. And when I'd get into relationships, yes, there were past experiences that fed some of these triggers, but on top of that, at its most basic form I had a really hyperactive nervous system that was sort of triggered constantly. So first I had to just get a handle on calming and regulating my nervous system. And when I did that, my relationships and dating started to really level out a lot. Once I was able to calm the nervous system, which happened through regularly practicing hypnosis, getting good sleep, becoming really aware of my thought patterns. I would listen to hypnosis at night as I would fall asleep. So I was starting to not only sleep better, but it was teaching me how to activate that parasympathetic mode very quickly. So I learned how to transition out of fight or flight into rest and digest very quickly by using hypnosis. Then once everything really slows down in your mind, you're able to build conscious awareness without judgment of all of the core belief systems and the core wounds that are literally dictating your behavior in relationship. So I think subconscious work and hypnotherapy is one of the most life-changing things you can do if you're looking to finally find that right partnership, because when we start to uncover how our childhood experiences shape 
what we perceive in relationships. We start to realize the stories that are being told in our head that impact our perception. And you've got two people in a relationship with their own perceptions, their own stories, their own conditioning. And usually I like to look at relationships really as like a masterclass because when you start getting close to someone else, that's when all those wounds start coming up. So whatever you're dealing with right now in dating or trying to find this right person, whatever pattern you're going through, as frustrating as it is, just know that by identifying the pattern, you've already identified where the work is so you can start to heal. So there are a lot of things that come into play with our subconscious belief systems and core wounds that impact relationships. I'm going to try to break these down as simple as possible. And I'm going to be bringing this into like a series of episodes to kind of keep it bite size because I could just go on and on and on about this topic. There's so many different things that impact our behavior and relationships. So let's talk about the big ones. Okay. First of all, something that I see often with my clients, but I also experienced this myself before doing this work is at a core deep level, a lot of us have a belief system that there's something wrong with us, that there's a part of us that's not worthy or lovable. So that part of us needs to be hidden from the rest of the world. And as long as we have that belief system, and as long as we're trying to shove that part of us down, usually it ends up coming out in uncontrollable ways. And it actually ends up sabotaging our relationships. So for me, it was a deep seated belief that I was too much or too emotional or not worthy of love that nobody was going to want to put up with that. So eventually once they discovered that I was emotional, they were going to abandon me. So I spent a lot of my time trying to overcompensate for that by being super breezy and really independent (laughs) and not wanting to be too needy. But that didn't serve anybody because what it essentially did was I ignored my own needs. I ignored my own boundaries. I would end up in relationships with the wrong people because I was picking them solely based on attraction and then hiding all these parts of myself. And eventually those parts of myself would come out and they would come out in ways that were not productive as opposed to owning those pieces of me and really developing a deep sense of self-love and integrating all parts and also being able to validate my own sense of self-worth internally. This is where inner child work comes in. In hypnotherapy, we start to have conversations with the little girl within because this belief system, this idea of not being worthy or not being chosen, this goes way back. I mean, I think any woman can tell you about, you know, the fairy tales and the stories that were told that really do, even though you could laugh and be like, well, that's just a, it's just a story, you know, Cinderella is just a fairy tale. But the thing is, there is this conditioning, this pattern that's passed down from generation to generation, this idea that one day you're going to meet this one single person And he's just going to fit like a puzzle piece and he's immediately going to get you. And then he's going to solve all your problems for you. And so the first mistake I was making was waiting for that person to show up. And I placed a lot of my self value in that. I spent a good part of my life placing my own self-worth on whether or not I had been claimed by a man. And, you know, unfortunately, as much as mom's want to love us unconditionally. 
it does come a lot from the mother figure being very, very fixated on our love life. Are you dating anyone? Are you with anyone? Who are you dating? And not blaming my mom here for this, but you know, I remember I was about 28 years old and we were on a trip at the beach and the whole family was in one big house. And I remember I slept in one morning and I heard my mom on the phone talking to one of her friends and she was like, yeah, Brooke's home. Yeah. You know, she's 28 and still single. (laughs) She said it just like that. Still single. Like, oh my God. And I I was like, mom, I can hear you from the other room. And while I laugh about this, I internalized that. Like for a really long time, I started to believe that there was, must've been something innately wrong with me because I had not been claimed yet. And it's really funny because now looking back, I am so glad that I went through those years because it forced me. Eventually I got to a place around 32 when I just realized it's not going to happen on anyone else's timeline. So I could finally let go of it. Once I surpassed that milestone, I was like, well, I'm definitely not doing it the way everyone else is doing it. So I can finally let that shit go. And I wish I had let that shit go so much sooner, but at the same time, all of this was part of my process. I had to go through a gauntlet of finding self-love. And I realized at one point when I was 32 years old, after having spent so many of my years trying to be so independent, like I don't need a man, I can take care of myself. I got my job. I'm making great money. I've, I've exceeded in so many areas of my life, except for relationships. And I it was like, I was overcompensating for it by being so independent. Really. That was a defense mechanism of like not getting close to anybody and also a belief system that I needed to be independent in order to be lovable. When I really, I had to learn how to turn inward and validate my own emotions and really start to find that true joy and happiness within. And so I learned that Love is a feeling that comes up inside yourself. We tend to place love as something that I get from another human. That's why we date people. That's why we marry people. Cause when I'm with that person, I feel love. But the truth is love is a feeling that you bring up inside of yourself. And there are so many ways to feel love. There is love all around you. It's in friendships. It's in your family, right? You can do things that help you feel loved, whether it's a meditation or taking a bubble bath or going to yoga, these things that are loving of yourself, right? And so I started to cultivate love within. And not only did I become a way happier human, I also started to develop this magnetism where I would draw people towards me. And that's when shit got really fun because it was like, there's so many options everywhere. There's so many amazing men out there. I started to see love in places that I hadn't recognized it before. Whereas before I was blocking love for myself, I had to learn to love even the sides of me, the emotional sides, the parts of me that I felt like were too much or too needy. I had to love those parts of me too. But what's so interesting is when I started to love those parts of me, and it basically was me realizing that I am fully whole and complete exactly as I am. And I am fully worthy of the love of someone else, but I did have to love that part of myself first before I could actually receive the love from someone else. Because when I believe that there was something innately wrong with me, I would let myself be in relationships with people that weren't respecting me because that was the level of love I believed I deserved. 
And so while I might have been really attracted to them, there might have been interactions in those relationships that were not healthy. They were not good. They were not loving, but I stayed in those relationships because I thought that was the best I was ever going to get. And that's where hypnosis and starting to change my internal self-talk with inner child work. I started to develop such a deep feeling of love for myself that I was no longer willing to put up with that bullshit (laughs) and then getting in touch with my own needs and setting my own boundaries became really easy because I was just like, oh yeah, well, this is what I need in order to feel safe in a relationship. And if you're willing to offer that to me, then cool, let's do this. Let's play. Let's like, let's have fun. Let's expand and grow together. And if you can't, that's okay. There's nothing wrong or bad about you. I just don't have any interest in interacting with somebody who's not going to love me as much as I love all aspects of myself. It was as simple as that. I was stepping into the, this magnetic goddess, like queen energy where love became really abundant. And then I was able to actually see a good thing when it hit me in the face. And this is where I'll tell the story about how my husband, my now husband and I, We used to hang out in all the same places, but we didn't meet until 2020, right after I moved to Hermosa, after I'd been living in West Hollywood for eight years. And I had done the work at this point, but I laugh because when we went on our third date, I told my husband that he felt really familiar to me. And he said, I wasn't going to say anything, but we actually connected on hinge like two years ago and we talked on hinge and then one day you just disappeared. (laughs) So I, I, and I, I didn't remember this and all of a sudden it kind of came flooding back. I was like, Oh my God, I do remember talking to him and I totally ghosted him. I straight up ghosted my husband on a dating app and just, I probably just deleted the whole app because that's what I would do when I was using them. Sometimes I would be on them for a little while and then I get off, but it makes me laugh because it's just a prime example of, I didn't know a good thing. If it hit me in the face, I was not ready to receive that love. I wasn't ready to receive a good man because I wasn't loving myself enough yet. So I was weeding out based on belief systems, old conditioning and belief systems. I was weeding out all these great opportunities because I was looking for people that were in alignment with all those old belief systems, people that were going to play out that same self-fulfilling prophecy, all those beliefs I had about men, I would just weed them out. I wasn't receiving that love. I wasn't ready because I wasn't loving myself. And I literally ghosted my husband on a dating app only to meet him at a bar, like literally make eye contact with him at a bar from across the room. A couple of years later, he comes over to me. He talks to me boom, boom, boom. The rest is history. I'm now married to him and he's my favorite person in the whole world. And I love communicating with him. And I'll tell you what, I love moving through conflict with this man because two very self-aware people who have a common goal, we move through it in a way that is like expansive. We come out on the other side, feeling closer to each other. And like, we've just learned something new. 
And that's what I want for you. And that's what I teach my clients. I teach my clients how to develop a deep sense of self-worth and self-love, how to really get in touch with their needs so that they can actually set boundaries early on. And then how to actually communicate your needs in a way that inspires your partner to want to step up to those needs and not feel like you're placing demands on them and really how to magnetize the people and experiences towards you by doing the energy work internally to start to experience love every day so that you draw it towards you, you pull it towards you, magnetize it towards you, and you're not seeking it anymore. So if you're interested in chatting further about that, click the link below and schedule a free alignment call. I'm actually booked about three weeks out in advance. So get on my calendar now, if you want to chat and we can discuss what are some of your core beliefs and core wounds and how are they impacting your relationships and develop a little roadmap for you on how to move forward. All right. That's a free 30 minute well-being call. So just click that link below and let's chat.